Welcome to Zebra's Popcast, short, inspiring, and informational segments pulled from our weekly furniture refinishing podcast, Zebra's Before and After. Today's podcast features a segment from Season 4, Episode 9. Our guest was Kristen Litka with Shacto Interiors. The topic was, Why Buying Vintage Furniture is Better. Enjoy. March 1st was just another Tuesday. I was flipping through my emails when I saw one from Kristen and the subject line read, Vintage Furniture is Better. And I thought, yes, that is spot on. <laughs> so I read the email and I then decided we have to have Kristen on to share more about her email newsletter on this topic. Now, I understand that with our podcast audience, you guys don't need to be convinced of this fact. However, I thought it would be helpful for many of us to be reminded of why we are advocates of this industry and also use these points when you are convincing others to give refinishing a try either as a hobby or business or for folks out there that are shopping for furniture. So, Kristen, what made you write this newsletter? You know, it's just kind of um, a, a passion of mine, I guess, to take these old pieces that nobody wants and make them beautiful again. I don't think people realize the impact that has like on the environment, you know, even the quality of these refinished pieces. So um, I don't know, I just thought I'd send out the email and then you know, mention how Shacto and Tierra's milk paint can can help you out. <laughs> yeah, well, we're very glad you did. So let's run through the five reasons and discuss them. So what was your first reason vintage furniture is better? So my first reason was the quality. You know, a lot of these pieces are made with solid wood. And I'm looking at the email now and I have a picture of the solid maple dresser I painted. So, you know, it's just the craftsmanship of mm -hmm. these pieces are just like far superior of the furniture today. And a lot of these pieces are made with, you know, old growth wood that's you just you don't get today because um a lot of these companies use particle board and MDF and laminate. Yeah. And most of the time, you probably will get it in a box and you have to put it together yourself. That's enough of a reason right there to say, you know what, <laughs> right. I'm not doing it because <laughs> I hate assembling stuff. I don't, you yeah. know what? Someone came in the shop the other day and was like, I love this and I don't even have to put it together. <laughs> you know? exactly. I'm like, no, <laughs> not here. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I just don't like those instructions. And half the time, the instructions don't make sense or, you know, things are missing. You know, everything that's supposed right. to be in there is not in there. And you're already in the middle of it. It's not like you can gather everything back together and take it back to the store. So that's, right. a, that's an excellent point. But honestly, I think this point overall, with quality is huge. I mean, when you buy a piece of furniture, you want it to last for generations. And the quality of these pieces, as you mentioned, are tremendous. Right. You know, the majority of refinishers become quite good at shoring up many of these pieces that have been worn and weakened structurally. So that's, right. uh, I love this point. Well, what is your second reason? So the second reason was we're saving the planet. We're recycling we talk about all this brown furniture that nobody wants. Um, they either send it to the dump or it sits in the thrift shops or, 
they put it on the side of the road. So mm-hmm. it's um, definitely help with that. Well, I think this is such an important reason uh, because I don't think many people who are either shopping for furniture or people who like to criticize the painting of pieces realize that in many cases, these pieces, as you say, would be in the dump. I just, I don't understand these folks out there that are ripping furniture finishers for painting over pieces. I I don't know if they're just bored. They don't have anything to do. Uh, Yeah. I probably, every day I wake up to a new notification. Uh, Honestly, like almost every single day I get a notification from somebody on Facebook saying, you ruined it. Why would you do that? You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they think, you know, I don't think they um, think for the most part. And I know that sounds harsh, but what I mean by that is they, they don't, they don't even, they're not even looking at the landscape of what's taking place. They're no. not looking at the fact of where these, most of these pieces come from. And, and I've said this and so do refinishers say this, my goodness, if you don't like it painted and you, it's yours, strip it. Take the paint off. Go right, back to the right. original wood. What's, you know. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, I think a lot of this has come from, you know, uh, you see shows like Antiques Roadshow, which are great shows, and you see the value of certain things. And I think sometimes people assume because it's old, it has a lot of value, like hundreds of thousands oh, of dollars. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, I don't know if that's where that comes from, but most of these pieces don't have that kind of value to them. They do have value for sure, but not that kind of value to them. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. we need to move on and and look at the fact that, uh, like you said, it's it's so much better for for the environment. So let's jump to the third reason. What's your third reason? Um, My third reason was that each hand-painted piece is a one-off, so it's completely unique. You're not going to have the same piece as someone else who just ordered, you know, everything from a catalog or any mass-produced furniture. So it's something that, you know, would be unique to you. And to me, that's that's huge. I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I love this reason, uh, and I emphasize it often on the podcast as well. I mean, if you buy furniture from a refinisher, you will not see another piece just like it in someone right. else's home anywhere. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> so that was a good word, unique. You, I mean, you have the one and only, right? You have the original, and I think that's pretty amazing. I love that. And, yeah, the funny thing is is that you could have, you know, pieces that are exactly the same. And, you know, I've, I've had pieces like I've had the same buffet I've done or the same dresser I've done, mm-hmm. and you know, they can come out completely different. And especially with this refinishing community, you see similar pieces that you've done and someone else painted it looks completely different, you know, (laughs) even though it's the same piece. Yeah. And even when you're inspired by another refinisher and you emulate that design into your piece, it's still going to come out different. It may right. it may look similar, and it you know had the inspiration from that other piece, but it's still gonna it's still gonna be a different piece. So, uh, I think that's uh, that's an awesome awesome uh, feature there. What is your fourth reason? Um, my fourth reason was that every piece tells a story. I always wondered like where did this piece come from, or you know if I get a piece from somebody 
you know, I'd like to know, you know, they'll say, oh, this was my grandfather's. And, you know, there's always a story behind it. I just love that, you know, aspect. Yeah, that's excellent. And and, and as a side note, you know, we have, uh, we call it a new segment on the podcast called If This Piece Could Talk. And it, and it, it that segment came about from exactly what you're talking about, that every one of these pieces has a story. And so we're always reaching out and saying, hey, does anybody know anything? I mean, every piece has the story. The question is, do you know the story of that piece? Do you have any information right. on it at all? And so I would just continue to encourage folks that are listening. If you know anything about any of your pieces, even if it's a little note that you found or a label on the back or something handwritten in the drawer that just talks about you know, it, it may not even be necessarily about the piece, but the person who owned that piece, right? That maybe it was right, in the home. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So please, please contact me and let me know, hey, I've got a bit of a story that I'd like to share uh, because that's that's a part of uh, the uniqueness of this community and, and refinishing. And we want to keep those stories alive. And that segment is all about that. But uh, I love I love that point as well. So what is your last reason vintage furniture is better? <laughs> All right, I have that. It is customizable. You know, I I feel like a lot of people love the thrill of like going thrift shopping or, you know, finding that missing piece for their space and knowing that you can customize it to fit in with yeah. your decor. You know. Yeah. What one thing could be more customizable than milk paint, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's where Chateau Interior's milk paint comes in. That's right. Uh, it's a great way to update your pieces for sure. Well, it is a great reason to end on because you're right. Every piece is a blank canvas to take and customize. And, you know, I was just thinking, just scroll through the IG feed. In fact, go to our hashtag that we've had for a number of years now, Zebra Weekly Pick. And you can scroll for hours going through over 70,000 pieces. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. That's a lot. It it is a lot. (laughs) I mean, you you stop and think about it. I wonder, I thought about this the other day. I was like, I wonder how long it would take to scroll through 70,000 pieces. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. So you definitely see the creativity and amazing pieces that have been refinished um, by so many talented artists all around the world. Well, Kristen, this is a really great article and thanks for sharing it with us. Friends, today is March 8th, 2023, and we have exciting opportunity announcements for you. We are proud to launch a new monthly contest that we mentioned a few weeks ago called Zebra Staging. We have partnered up with Jen and Amanda of the Vintage Sisters. They will be our monthly judges for this new contest. For March, any furniture piece you have staged from January 1st, 2023 through March 31st, 2023 will be allowed in this month's contest. All you need to do is simply use the hashtag ZebraStaging. Jen and Amanda will review the hashtag the 1st of April and choose three winners. The winners will be chosen based on the effectiveness of the staging and this covers the quality of the piece refinished, how the pieces are staged with the particular style of furniture presented, and last but not least, the quality of the photography. If you want to learn more about staging, make sure you go back to a recent podcast episode 51 entitled The Art of Staging. Three winners will receive a special framed award, zebra paintbrushes, and appear on our podcast to be interviewed by Jen and Amanda. Also, those three winners will co-judge with Jen and Amanda for April staging contest.
Also, now that the 2022 International Zebra Golden Brush Awards have concluded, by the way, congratulations to the nine category winners. Amazing work. Well, we are back at our monthly contest, The Zebra Review, and this month's category theme is Hutches, and our featured judge for March is Lauren Schwachina with Portland Road Living. If you have refinished any hutch from January 1st, 2023 through March 31st of 2023, simply use the hashtag ZebraHutches. Lauren will pick her five favorites, then the remaining three judges, Jen with Perfectly Imperfect Furniture, Katie Cloud with Katie and Company Home, and Katie Scott with Salvage by K. Scott will vote out of Lauren's selections to choose the three winners. This month's prize sponsors are Shacto Interiors Milk Paint, D. Lawless Hardware, Surf Prep Sanding, and Zebra Painting. The winners will appear on the podcast and be interviewed by Lauren. We are always so appreciative when we hear from you, our valued listeners, on how much you enjoy the podcast. Well, we are getting ready to begin Season 5. In fact, March 15th will be our debut. We are continuing many of the podcast segments that so many of you have enjoyed, as well as adding a few new ones this season. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday, March 15th. Thanks for listening to the Zebra Podcast and Podcast. Until next time, happy refinishing.